Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Kaz. You are listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Stay tuned for the next hour as friends have fun sharing many insightful gems which will allow you to realise and value that we are all unique. Yes, we are all unique. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Welcome to another hour of Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Karen, how are we today? Very good, thank you, Kaz. And we are another week and we have got a fantastic guest today, a lady who has lived on the beaches all her life, or well, since she was eight. And what's the theme? The theme today is journey. Journey. And she Mm -hmm. has been on an amazing journey. She has been on an amazing journey. And I think we all have a journey. Everyone's life journey is different. That's right. I actually feel that we're all actually playing a role in this lifetime. And then when we pass, we actually go on to our next adventure or our next journey. I'd like to think that as well. Exactly. I do believe that as well. I know. It's a beautiful way to live our lives because then you're never scared of death. That's very true. Hmm. And it's all about the journey and not the destination as well, you know. So let's not dwell on what happens in the end. Let's enjoy our time while we're here. That's very, very true, Kaz. I totally agree with you. I feel, because we're going to have a great conversation, which will be a journey in itself, that I think we should play our first song today, which Estelle, our guest today, has actually chosen all five songs which is great, and as some are Italian songs and some are Australian songs. So it's really nice, that's the fact that our guests actually choose the different songs, isn't it? It is, and it's nice to see or to understand why they chose them and what it meant to them. It might be things that happened in their life when they were younger or things that have inspired them. And, yeah, it's it's nice to to hear all these different things, especially from someone who came from another country. Exactly. So what's the song? The song is by Emilio Pericolo and it's called Aldil Aldila. Very good. My Italian's Kaz. not very good. I don't really know how to pronounce it. But I'm sure if there's Italian listeners out there, they'll enjoy this song. Exactly. But we enjoy it too because that is a very um it's nice to sit back and listen to songs. It is. Okay, enjoy everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. If there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that, please go to our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. So today our special guest is Estelle Zapier. Having recently left her professional working life behind, Estelle has had time to reflect on her life so far. Her long journey began in Bovellina Marina, a small town on the Ionian coast in Calabria in southern Italy. This is where she was born and spent the first eight years of her life before migrating to Australia with her mother and two siblings in 1958 to join her father who had migrated here four years earlier. She has always lived on the northern beaches. I must say that's a nice choice of place to live. <laughs> Within eight years of arriving in Australia, she learnt to speak English read and write in English, and completed her school certificate with a great result. By her own admission, 
she sees this as being her greatest achievement and not the 47 successful years she spent in the banking industry. Well, welcome, Estelle. Thank you, Karen and Kaz, for having me on your show. It's great to have you, Estelle. Um, And before we actually start having our little conversation with you, the song that we just played, as we mentioned earlier in the show, you've chosen the whole five songs today, and I greatly thank you for that because I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what songs to play. So obviously you understood the words. I did. So can you just give us a little gist of what the words were about? Altilai, it's a little bit hard to define, but I think what it actually means is beyond the beyond. Beyond the beyond, there's you. And there's some lovely words to that. But um, they used to play that at a lot of Italian weddings, and I think that's where I, you know, when Fell we used to... Yes, I do. I love the music. It is, a, it is a beautiful song. And it came from the soundtrack from one of the films, and uh, with Troy Donahue and... He's oh, a dishy okay. guy. You can't well, forget Troy Donahue. He was. Going back a long way. <laughs> well, was he in Sunset 77 or Sunset 77 Strip? 77 Sunset Strip. Strip. Yeah, yes. I was close. So, but yeah. uh, no, that was a, a theme. I think something in Rome, I can't quite remember what the, uh, the actual name of the film. Oh, beautiful. Thank you, Estelle. Estelle, our theme today is journey. It sounds like you've been on a journey. I have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you re- uh, tell us a little bit about that journey of yours? Well, I didn't want to use the word retirement as um, Karen uh, when I first started speaking about this and I um, I always think of the word retirement, the last letters, T-I-R-E-D, makes you tired. I'm not tired and I want to do a lot more. Now, you're a very active lady actually. Yeah, so I, I just thought that was a wrong choice and I think life is a journey. Yeah. You just, you know, you start off, you know, you know, you're born somewhere but you don't know where you're going to end up as um, I did, and I ended up in this wonderful country. But, uh, yeah, a journey which is, um, you know, it has its highs and lows. Uh, I've had a good career in banking. Yeah, we can both relate to that, Karen and I. We both yes. started we in banking. You mentioned that. Yes, you mentioned. It's a great place. And, I mean, at the time when I left school, I think most people were, uh, you know, would what are you going to get? What are you going to do? And I think it all came back to my high school teacher and um, she, my commerce teacher. She used to take us down to the local bank. That's where probably I got it from. And I was the school banker, and uh, I just thought it was a great place. And it is a great place. It's it's a good training place because they do do a lot of training. And it becomes your second family. I mean, after so many years. And I'm not very good on my own. I always have to have a little sort of family, whether it be Community. in your office or, yeah, and a very social place and you get um, to, you know, you work with young people, older people, mm. and I think it's great. Yeah, you couldn't ask for a better place to, uh, to work, actually. Mm. So, mm-hmm. Estelle, I found it very interesting in uh, the introduction that Kaz just shared with us that you feel that, your first eight years in obviously learning as uh, English. I was going to say Australian because you know I, I'm sure the Englishman, <laughs> yes. Englishman, don't think we speak no, English. No, that's right. <laughs> so uh, it was very interesting to to actually hear that that's where you felt was your greatest, I well, guess, challenges. I yeah. Know. Well, I think that they were the formative years, especially coming here. Um, coming, I I can really remember having arrived here. 
And um, how did you come out here? Was it plane? by ship? By ship? Yeah, no, yeah. by ship. It took almost a month. And yes, it was a fairly long trip. But uh, my older brother and I had a ball. My poor mother was seasick the whole time. Oh, that's and, why you had a ball. Yes, she couldn't look after she you. Couldn't, yeah, she never <laughs> knew where to find us. Yeah, I just think that the first eight years, it was, when I say it wasn't difficult, I think the first month or so might have been difficult when you go to school and you don't know anyone. And you didn't speak any English no, at all? No, but I had a wonderful teacher and she used to give up her lunch hour just to be able to teach me how to uh, how to read. Wow. Were you one of the only ones that didn't speak English in no. your class? Or was no, a... I went to Brookville Public School and full of immigrants. And I must say there were a few people there that um, were a little bit older, one or two years older than I was, and I was the new one on the block. And they sort of protected me and just guided me a little bit. But I do give thanks to that, uh, that teacher that, um, and she used to um, give up her time just to... Uh, and I got started just like that. That's not lovely. And then I met some wonderful friends. So there's one in particular, my friend Lynn. We've been friends ever since we met in about eight or nine years of age. And, which, and she was at the school? Is yes. that where you met her? Yes, so, we okay. met there and yeah. we became great friends and um, we've almost gone through life together and I, we're still friends today, much like uh, you yeah. and Karen. Yes. Yes. No, but, but Kaz and I didn't meet at school. We met as teenagers. <laughs> I was actually saying to her the other day, I said, you know, we really do have to thank your first husband for actually um, deciding to get engaged with you. Otherwise, I may never have met you because my husband yeah. and her first husband went to school together oh. on the beaches. So it mm. was probably there you go. good. So even though the marriage didn't mm. last, our friendship Your friendship has. <laughs> and um, no, I've lived on the northern beaches all my life and I uh, wouldn't live anywhere else and uh, you know when you have your friends here your family's here you don't want to move away obviously no. yeah that's interesting because both Kaz and I actually uh, grew up in Sydney but down south yeah, I'm a shire girl she's a shire oh, girl and I'm from St George area so yes, yes. So. I'm the only local here then <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been here since I was 17, I think. Yeah, so, so you've been here a long yeah. time. No, that's okay. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to go in and we're going to play the another song of your choice, which is Caruso by Pavarotti. And I really do feel that most people really don't need to have this um, explained to, to them. them. No. I'm sure no. they all know who the three ten was. It is it the three tenors? Is that what they were called? The three tenors. But yeah. I think he did that on his own. I'm not too sure. I can't okay. remember. Radio. So enjoy everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Well, thank you, Estelle. I didn't understand any of the words of that song, but I must say it was really calming. Yes, very. I was going to give you a translation, but I'll well, give that to you later. Oh. No, you but can... they were lovely, lovely words. and um, Maybe that's what we should have done. Yes, when I'll we played the song, you should have actually said the English. <laughs> Maybe I should have. What's the overall? The overall thing. I think it's actually a song uh, I was reading. Not that I knew that it was um, Caruso was a, a famous Italian tenor, and um, I think it was romanticising him. And it was just before he died. But I think it's also about he's looking at a young girl 
and uh, telling her how much he loves her. We don't know whether it was a wife Factual. or yes. I like it because um, it stays in my mind. It was just before, shortly before my father died, and we were sitting in one of the back rooms, and it was very sunny and reading. A, it was a Sunday, reading Sunday paper, and um, he had one section, I had one section. And suddenly I just felt his eyes on me and uh, it was a bit of a eerie feeling at the time. And and then when I thought about him, this song was playing and when I remember the words and I think it's, you know, when you know you're about to go and you really want to stare at someone that you're never going to see again and you look and look and look and try and take it all in. <laughs> you're making me all teary. I know. You're making, <laughs> you're making both of us. Because, I guess it's because our yes. fathers have passed as yes. well. Yes, and I think that's what it is. It was just a, just, and I, I caught him uh, just as I looked up. I caught him just looking and I thought, that's how I would be, I suppose, if I knew I was passing away and I'd want to sort of have your children or whatever. You want to take it all in before you go. Oh, that's so beautiful, yeah. Estelle. Thank you for sharing yeah. such a yeah. private moment. Yes, that, it is. A, that's beautiful. It is a nice thought. Yeah, it's lovely. Well, before we go on and ask you about your life now, mm-hmm. we always ask our guests if they have a favourite quote. Or a quote that's, you know... Yeah, from a song or something that... Oh, that's inspired really, you. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do. I, I don't know what you call them quotes, but they come from um, some poems or songs. And um, one of them is by, I think his name is Max Ehrman, an American. And it's that famous desiderata. Yeah, desiderata. Yeah, yeah which words for life. And I think it's something that uh, is really good to be guided by. I always sort of turn to that. And there's one line that says, you are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And I think that when people are feeling down and whatever and you say, oh, you know, you feel you're useless or just say that to yourself. You're a child of the universe and you belong here. I remember that song. We, yes. we should play. Yeah, I think yeah, in the it's 60s. It's a poem actually. Yes, in the 60s yeah. I, mm. it was very big. Everyone had on their wall all the teenagers. It was the yeah. thing. But it's really got lovely, lovely words. And um, the other one comes from that song, The um, uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel. And that's going to be our last song today, which is another one that you've given us. Yeah, it is one of my favourite. And there's uh, a line in that that says, Sail on, silver girl, sail on by. Your time has come to shine. All your dreams are on the way. I think everybody has a moment of glory in their lives and... um, Oh, that's what it sort of says, it says to me. There comes, you know, whenever you're that you have a problem, just get on with it, get past it, and you will shine, and all your dreams are on their way. That perfectly leads into my next question. So, yes. what has been your biggest time in your life where you feel that you shined? I think that's yet to come, actually. Good on <laughs> you. That's a fantastic yeah. answer because everyone, a lot of people define it as a, profes- a, a professional achievement or something like that. Hmm. And, you know, I've known you for quite a while now, Estelle, and I, I honestly feel the same thing as well because you are really glowing and, I'm, I'm, and I've heard you actually say to me that you don't know how you ever have time to work. You exactly. have so busy. <laughs> I actually do try to um, keep busy. But that, uh, that last quote, it was funny because it means 
that to me and it was quite profound. But when I was actually reading something on it, when um, Paul Simon wrote it, apparently it was a third verse he wasn't meant to have. And that Ceylon Silver Girl is actually about his wife finding grey hairs and that just did it all for me. And I was so disappointed when I read that. <laughs> but anyway. Which wife? He's had a few, hasn't he? I don't know. <laughs> I think only one or one or two. But he uh, Wasn't he married to Kerry Fisher? Uh, yes, I yes. think he, you're right, yeah. Yeah, I think he, yeah. one of his wives was. Yes. But uh, when she found a grey hair, he said, you know, that's okay. <laughs> and here I am really looking deep into this sentence, you know. This <laughs> <laughs> it just means different things to different people. There you go. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your life today. Now. Yeah, yeah. Now. The things that you do and, and, and what you right. find inspiring. What, what gets you out of bed every morning? When I left work, I just think that it's, it's hard unless you, you've had your whole life structured for your, your working life. Yeah. Every day is accounted for, every minute is accounted for. So I think the structure, that's what I, um, I had to get used to, to actually making my own arrangements etc. And one of the reasons that I um, looked for a meeting group like the WO Manly. Yep. Or uh, WO Manly. WO Manly, the as, business as networking Louis, group. Yes, as Louisa says, we're turning manly into womanly. <laughs> I, I still wanted a connection with the business world because that's what I've always known and, yeah. I, and it, it does interest me and I want to keep up. But I also wanted to learn I've always worked with small business. Uh, my portfolio was made up of small business people, so I actually had a lot to do with with girls, just like we have in the group. And um, that's what made me join. And I'm getting to know everyone, and I'm actually getting to do things for different people. You are, yes, yeah, I myself am. included. And and just so everyone, so that our listeners understand. Woe Manly, uh, they meet on the first Tuesday of every month and it is it is a networking group but it's more of a connection group. It is. It costs you $10 to come along, you then buy your own breakfast and $5 of that $10 actually goes back to the Manly Women's Shelter which is an organisation that is very, very dear to my heart especially when I went to a fundraising event and heard that every night one woman is at least turn away, turned away from the shelter, which yes. is it's amazing when you think where we live on the beaches that that's happening every night. It's a great cause and I know yes. that uh, Candy um, from the women's shelter, I assisted her with a little bit of fundraising. I've never done that before and um, I'm doing something with her now. Yes. But that's great because there's listeners out there who have left work or retired and are looking for something to do and perhaps don't think that's a networking function. I can't be involved in that because I don't have a business. That's not the case. I think you just need to be challenged all the time. I like to be thrown in, just like Karen, into different things. um, But not only that, Estelle, you have such a, a... wise you know bank of knowledge haha <laughs> you work for a bank and <laughs> i know i entertain myself <laughs> but you have this amazing knowledge that it's it's a shame not to share it with the younger ones you well have- that, that's the main reason i actually did join to offer up my services just to assist uh, in any banking matter that um, the girls might have so yeah yes. hopefully they'll uh, they'll use me for that 
Okay, so this now leads us into our next song, which is... Which is a fabulous song considering that you came from Italy and now you are here in Australia. Mm-hmm. And it is by Peter Allen. And, and I just love it. I Still Call Australia Home. And if you haven't realised, that's our Australian song for this week, everybody. (laughs) Enjoy. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches, 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Check out our website at rnb.org.au. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. On Radio Northern Beaches, 88.7 and 90.3. If there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that, please go to our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Thank you, Estelle. I love that song. I personally think it should be our national anthem. I do too. Me too, because I think everybody knows the words to that song and not everybody knows the words to the national anthem. But not only that, you want to stand up and go, I still call Australia home because I love it. When I was travelling, whenever I used to hear that, it just used to bring tears to my eyes. And I'm just very patriotic. I love this country and this is my home. Yeah, that's beautiful, Estelle. So as a self-funded retiree, what does financial freedom obviously mean to you? I guess I've had financial freedom since I was was 16 when I started work. Independence, I think that's the most important for me. Um, If you have money, you can buy a car, you can travel, lots of things and I've got my own place. I'd like a better place. <laughs> but, um, Start writing in a gratitude journal. It may happen. Yes. No, I, I don't think it's... I mean, obviously it's important. Um, there are different riches other than money. Yes, there so, are. Yes. You know. and, and, and you have a lot of friends and family around you, which is always Well, this great. is the one reason. I, I've never understood why people, once they finish work and um, decide to uproot and go somewhere else... And uh, I just think you just need that network. Yes. And uh, I don't think I'd move away. So, I think it's have... the traffic that gets them in Sydney. Oh, you put up with it. Uh, I mean, I've travelled in the city for the last 20, 30 years, whatever it was, and you just get used to it, just like anything else. As a matter of fact, um, I worked at Brookvale Branch at one stage quite a long time ago, and I found that getting up out of bed and five minutes later I was at work, didn't give me that time to actually get my head together to say that I'm going to work. Yes. Whereas when you're on the bus... It's a form of meditation. It is a form of meditation. Mm, you that, that, yes. Just that time to sit and reflect or think. And, or... and think of ahead what your day is going to be like and it's almost like uh, you're doing the programming of it before you actually get there. And I think that that is, in a way, good. So it's not wasted time, really. Yes. So with the, we always, you know, we normally ask our guests also about empowering all areas of their lives and, and most of our discussion really has been on your professional life. So, you know, and the seven areas of our life are what, Cass? Yeah, they're um, mentally, yeah. so professionally, which we've spoken about, financially, which we just touched on, socially, which actually you've covered quite a few of them just in our conversations, Estelle, family, 
physically and, and spiritually. Um, some loyal, just surround yourself with loyal friends and um, yeah. I think that's the key mm. as well. But you're very physical as well. Even though you love your Italian food, yes. you are not what some people would class as a old Italian mama sort of uh, uh, physique. I'm always on the go. That's, that's the secret to it. Um, I always remember my mother saying, if I sit down, I'll never get up again. So I think that sort of keeps me going. And I have to be doing something. I just can't go down the beach and sit there. Yeah, I've no. never been able to do things like that. Oh, you know? I have. I, my <laughs> ultimate day is lying on the beach reading a great book. Yeah. That to me, not that I do that now, but as a teenager, I used to love no, it. No, I, I can't say that I uh, do things like that. But one of the things, I think um, when you're growing up, uh, you like to sort of have stability of residence so that you can yes. belong to a community if you uproot children from place to place whereas we lived in the same place since 1959 in our family home oh wow and um, what suburbs that was that it's william street in uh, on the fringes of brookfell, brookfell? north manly oh, yeah. Harbord. William street well yeah. yeah so there were lots of children when we moved there and uh, it became the neighborhood's important it's like yeah. anything else and um I think living in the same place gives you that security. You're not afraid to sort of, if you have to live alone in, in a place like that. Yeah. So, no, I think it's good. Excellent. And your favourite Italian dish. But just before you answer that, I would like to thank you and Greek people and Italian people for bringing the European beautiful food. <laughs> like, seriously, before that? We had just English food. I must say, the old, the old, the old meat and three veg, (laughs) and that was it. I know, and I do love my Mm. Italian food. I must admit, and as a matter of fact, I still try and um, cook like my mother, and uh, not that I'm as good as she is. But my favourite dish, you asked, it'd have to be my mother's homemade ravioli. Oh, okay, lovely. Yes. And how long would that take her to make the evening meal? Uh, quite a long time. She would start... What, three hours? She would start mid-afternoon to sort of put on a sauce, tomato sauce. So by the evening, by 7 o'clock, it was done. But she'd prepare all of that. And was the ravioli, was it always meat inside? Because you know today you can get a whole lot of yes. different types of fillings. From where we come from, it was meat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, different provinces have different towns, have different... You can put all sorts of fillings in it. But we just... It's funny how you just grow up and you just like what your mother cooked. Yes, you do. Now, and my mother didn't cook, I so didn't. I my like mother it. was a terrible cook. <laughs> so was my mother. But it's really funny because <laughs> even though she was a bad cook, I bet there's some dishes that you still like. Yeah, like actually, she made actually, you do. Uh, yeah. I do. My mum used to make this great yes. vegetable soup. There you go. And it did have meat in it, but it was to die for. Yeah, well, barley, yeah. everything. Well, the great. only thing that I can recall that my mother cooked, and God bless her up there, and she knows yes. she was not a good, good, good cook, was what we used to call mock fish, which was grated potato. Ah. Um, and grated yeah, grated potato. potato, and I think it was put into um, egg and flour or something, and then it was just deep fried, so it came out like really so spiky, was, a bit well, like an, was an it grated, sea anemone. Was it grated before it had been cooked? So yeah. grated yes. raw? Yeah, yes. yeah, oh, and okay. then sort of mixed together and dropped in, and when it cooked it sort of came out, sort of like a sea urchin effect. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, but I find even, um, you know, that you know certain things that your mother you know, cooked may not have been according to good recipes. But, or good nutrition. You know, but you know what? You still want that the same. 
you know, it doesn't yeah, matter that it wasn't. food because yeah. it takes you back to that time when you were. It takes you back were, to that. And yeah. I remember, not so much about food, but I remember Nicole Kidman once said in an interview that um, the, what she loves best about coming home was when uh, she was staying with her mother and um, she actually said, I used to sleep in my mother's, uh, my old bedroom and I just wanted her here every every Sunday. I think she said her mother used to turn on the washing machine and she loved the sound of the washing machine. Mm. So there you go, things Isn't like that. that. Funny? Yeah. Isn't that funny? Well, we're running out of time again, Estelle, and I really would like to thank you for coming along and having a chat with Kaz and sharing your journey with us. Though, is there any tips that you'd like to share with our inspiring pearls of wisdom, whether it's about, you know, if they're thinking about coming into their formative years and how to plan for it or and anything yeah. at all? I just think you just need to be yourself. I always say that. And be true to yourself. That's what I think. If you're true to yourself and um, never sell your soul. That's what I say. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to ask or about no. com- during our conversation? It's been very, it's very been a delicious. lovely conversation no, it's nice to meet between too. friends. Yeah, it has. She's good. So this leads us into um, the second final show. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to Estelle now, but we before uh, uh, bef- as we do, we're also going to play another song of hers, and then later we will be playing, um, as I said, the Bridge Over Troubled Waters which Estelle has chosen all five songs today. And again, I would like to thank you for that. But now we're going to play You Raise Me Up. But we're going to play the version at uh, the Virgin, <laughs> the version of Celtic women, seeing we're women, even though we're not Celtic. We are just it's just a beautiful rendition. So thank you again, Estelle. No, oh, you're welcome. And I've um, it's it hasn't been as bad as I thought. <laughs> it's the <laughs> first time I've scary, done something like this. So thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Something we you. always say that every woman should do. Yeah. Thanks, which is Kaz. probably why we've chosen this Celtic women version. Yeah. Good on you. You don't need to be perfect to do it. You just have to have a go. No, that's what I think. And um, yes, jumping in at the deep end. And look at the people that you meet. Exactly. People like you. I hadn't met you you. before. There you go. Okay, everyone, enjoy this beautiful You Raise Me Up. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. If there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that, please go to our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Well, Kaz, that was a great little chat that we just had with Estelle. And it's really nice, isn't it, that we have different people from our community that comes and chats to us and we just get to find out about Well, people. we find out a bit, of, a bit of our history actually in the community as well and I think it's amazing that she came here as a young child and she's still here and, and when we talk to her, you know, there's, she's telling us about um, the way things were in Brookvale when she was a child and, you know, things, oh, I, I love the history side of all of that. Exactly. I totally agree and it's great that she has actually, you know, she does class herself as an Australian with a Italian background, which is fantastic. As we said at the beginning of the show and, and during it, our theme is journey. 
And really, as we continue on our journey, it's nice to reflect on what has happened, but you really do have to leave behind the past because you can't change the past. We only really have the present to uh, make a difference to actually, you know, to where our choices are. So it's really important for people to realise that just dump the past. You can't change it. We spend so much time regretting and doing this. Trying and to doing... change things that, yeah. that happened. Or if yeah. only, if only that, exactly. if only I did this. My mum always used to say, if is such a little word, but God, it means a lot. <laughs> mm. And the only impossible journey is the one that you never begin. That's very true, Kaz. And so, you know, it comes back to... Our language again. Well, it comes back to our beautiful Wayne Dyer who recently passed, passed away, away. Mm. and it's just literally, you know, don't die if your music's still in you, which is exactly what you've just more or less said. It's if you don't start that journey, you're going to probably die if your music's still in well, you. Well, how do you know what's out there if you don't take that exactly, first step? Exactly, exactly. And not listen to what other people think. It's your journey and nobody else's. You may meet people along the path who are on a similar journey or for a while that you, you walk with them on that path and then you branch out, but really... It's your journey and your journey only. It totally is. No one has ever walked in your shoes and it's nice to listen to people's opinions, but that's it. Listen to them. Don't that's embrace right. them. And you can't don't judge them. them. I mean, unless you're standing in their shoes, how do you know? Exactly. I agree. And so, you know, and I guess sometimes you, to be on that journey, it may mean that you are going to be alone. You do maybe need to leave behind some people or some projects but you've got to be true to who you are. I think, yeah, and and when you say you may need to be alone, I think if you're totally comfortable in yourself as well and you have the faith and confidence in yourself, then you're not really ever alone. alone. No, you're with your own best friend. And like, like we've talked about before in previous shows about some of the rituals that you might like to do in the morning, which is playing a song, a love, not necessarily a love song, but a song that really resonates with you that really sparks a bit of inspiration into you by looking into yes. the mirror. And that's why at the end of our show we often say, see you in the mirror. That's Don't right. forget to look into that mirror and actually talk to yourself. Look into your soul. That's right. And I actually, not only do I sing a lung song every morning to myself as I hop out of bed and go to the bathroom, I always look in the mirror and I say, good morning, Karen. You're looking good today. We're going to have a great day. And it's really nice because we say good morning to other people, but how often do we actually say it to ourselves? Mm. And it does, and it can also be beneficial just to say a small affirmation for the day also. Yes, it can. And Kaz, because we chatted so long with Estelle, we are just about out of time. Actually, we're out of time. Okay. So, goodbye from me. Oh, I feel like, who was that? Carol Burnett or something? <laughs> who was that show that used to that do? The goodbye two Ronnies. From, the two Ronnies. Goodbye exactly. from me and goodbye and from, from him. him. Exactly. <laughs> so, Kaz, our last song, as we mentioned with Estelle, is Bridge Over Troubled Water by... Simon and Garfunkel. So enjoy everybody and we'll chat with you next week. And remember to like our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. Until next time, may your days be filled with love and gratitude. And remember, we'll see you in the mirror. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you.